Just before we start the show, I wanted to remind you about this year's London Vet Show, which is at the Excel Arena on Thursday the 12th and Friday the 13th of November, and as ever, promises to be a brilliant event. I went to the vet show for the first time last year to record these podcasts, and I wondered why the heck I'd missed it before. Our lovely friends at the Vet Show are offering Borborygamy listeners a fantastic 10% off via a special link, which is, ready, london.vetshow.com forward slash borborygamy hyphen booking. It's a bit of a mouthful, but it's in the show notes. So just hit the link there and book your tickets today with the code LVS20. Thanks to London Vet Show. Hi there, and welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary Profession, a new podcast that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. This season, we'll be bringing you a range of chats recorded at the London Vet Show, featuring a wide range of friends and colleagues discussing their thoughts on some of the triumphs and tribulations encountered by those in the veterinary industry. Borborygmy is a collaboration between the London Vet Show, Vet Times, Vets Stego Diversify and Smashing the Ceiling. Thank you so much to everyone involved so far for your help and support. It has been much appreciated. Kat Henstridge, better known to most of you as Cat the Vet, is a small animal practitioner, writer, blogger and frequent contributor to social media, including video and written content. She describes herself as... A pretty normal vet, really, who just happens to rant about things online every so often. Katie Roberts is a vet student at Cambridge University and the current president of the Association of Veterinary Students. Kat and Katie are talking about social media in this episode and our relationship to it in the veterinary profession. The conversation begins with Katie and her take on social media from a student's perspective. I think it's a bit of a tricky one. I think we're quite a new breed of student whereby we've kind of grown up with this whole social media thing and it's infiltrated literally every aspect of our life. Um, when I was talking to someone about this earlier, I was saying I, I don't understand why I spend half my time on social media. You know, if I'm not doing something productive, I'm sat there scrolling on my phone and they just quite simply said, well, it's addictive. And it, it kind of is. That's, that's kind of the basics of it. So there's kind of that side of it whereby, you know, personally it takes up a hell of a lot of my time you know, the times I'm relaxing, I'm on my phone. And then I think also there's, it has the potential to be quite destructive um, and especially to kind of young, growing minds. Like I think we are, we're still young when we're at vet school. Um, I think there's a there's a worry in my mind, at least as someone who's kind of a voice or who's meant to be a voice for the students that there's some quite negative things going around there and the kind of knock-on effects of that worries me quite a lot. Yeah, I think that, I think any age gets obsessed with social media. I spend all my time scrolling through Facebook without not doing anything useful. Uh, and I think, I guess I come at it from a, you know, I was a analog childhood and a digital adulthood. So I have experienced life without a smartphone. Uh, but I don't think that, I think we, we've caught you up pretty quickly. My generation, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any real difference now. Possibly, um, you know, I'm very glad that Facebook wasn't a thing when I was at university. So all of those terrible pictures of drunk and antics <laughs> aren't 
anywhere other than on an actual photograph. Can you imagine that in somebody's drawer somewhere? They still exist, but you struggle to find them. So I think that is a challenge for students, you know, well, for any young people these days, I would I think that's the thing. I think it's that it's so prevalent at an age where you're still very much kind of shaping yourself and becoming yourself. And especially when you see, you know, like I said before, there's some very negative things on there. And there's some very negative things that I've seen targeted specifically at vet students and vets in general, both, you know, coming from members of the general public, vet student to vet student, vet to vet student, or, you know, vice versa. I just think there's a lot of sort of bad things out there and I think as a whole you know not just as vet students or as vets I think society as a whole we need to learn how to kind of more appropriately use social media and how to get the best out of it yes I would agree I think that but I think well I would hope that vet students are strong enough to cope and I think that one thing we have as vets and vet students is a very strong community around us and the best thing about university is the people that you are there with and the friends that you are literally making for the rest of your lives I am quite a few years graduated now and I have bumped into several people already today at the London Vet Show that I have known for years and years so hopefully the students now can take some comfort from the fact that they have a lot of friends yeah and I think that's a good thing that you mentioned about the community is that's one thing I love about being you know um a vet student on social media and through I have um, a Twitter account that's like an AVS focused one and the vet community on there is incredible and the way people have come together especially recently there's been a few examples of things that have been a bit you know vet students have ended up in compromising positions and the whole vet community has really come together behind them and that I think is incredible and it sends such a powerful message that actually we are one community and so I think in that way social media has a really sort of positive presence and influence in yes, our lives. Yes I agree I think in the last couple of years with the Veterinary Voices Facebook page and other similar the Vets Stay Go Diversify there is now a space online that vets can go to for all sorts of things for support for questions for career advice and I think that that is growing and will continue to grow and I think I hope that students know that that is available to them because I find it a fabulous resource especially clinical questions but also just as a way to interact with like-minded people in my profession and I think as a profession that is very unique I'm not sure the doctors the dentists the accountants have that community based facility and I think that stems from the university experience of the yeah, so I think there are the two student. sides of it there's the really good really positive community side of it and then there's the kind of slightly potentially darker side of it where you're not you're not getting the same level of support provided but I think you know again on the flip side there's also some some social media pages that exist that are predominantly used by vet students which have taken on a kind of body of their own in the terms that they're anonymous pages whereby you write a message it gets sent to someone no one knows who sent the message and then it gets posted up so this has some really you know some really positive benefits in that if you've got a question that you need to ask but you feel a bit silly so you don't want anyone to know you've asked it you can ask it and you get loads of brilliant responses Um, but then on the other hand there's some people who post things on there that are actually probably just outright bullying towards other people but you'll never know who said it about you Um, unfortunately there are some people who will be unkind to other people even in the veterinary world and you know they shouldn't be allowed to have a platform but it's all part of the you know of learning how to be professional online because it never ever occurred to me as a student that as a student I might also be considered a professional and I think now you know there's lots of vet students that have personal pages and things online and if you 
you know, if you want to just put yourself out there as a student at Cambridge University having a great time and posting pictures on Insta, then that's that's cool, crack on. But I think if it says on your profile you're a vet student, then that adds an extra layer of responsibility to what you're putting out there. It does, and it's almost like kind of growing up, learning, developing, but in a very public eye where something you do can suddenly be misconstrued and suddenly it's everywhere in a very negative light and you can never lose that. So everyone has to learn, I think, to be a bit more conscious of what they're putting online and learn it, use it a bit more responsibly. Which is sad, I think, because sad. I think, you know, university should be a time to let loose and cut free and go out and get and, and dress up as a chicken and have a <laughs> fabulous night out. And you should be able to put those pictures online or share them with your friends. But, you know, we, you know, we had to actually wait for them to be printed at the, at the printers and then share them the next day. Whereas now they can just go straight to Facebook and Insta, can't they? They can, and they're normally horrible, and then yeah. everyone can see them forever. Yeah, which is a shame, isn't it? But it's just how it's done now, isn't it? Everything's at the, the click of a button. And, you know, there's lots of good things to that. You know, you, I've got all my memories up there are kind of ready saved. It's like a ready-made photo album for me of all my memories and all of my, like, friends and everything's ready saved for me there so as long as the wrong people can't get hold of it for me it's it's a really great resource and way to look back over my memories precisely and I think your generation is probably to be fair to them very savvy about that and you know you can have private pages on Insta can't you and you know your Facebook profile should be shut right down it's it's your mother that you know busy posting pictures of her nights out with her friends and you're like no mum no take that down please they're they're the generation who probably are less computer savvy aren't they whereas I think you guys are okay but I think there is a yeah it's just about realizing that if you put yourself in the public space as a vet or a veterinary student it instantly comes with a expectation of professionality that maybe when you're only 21 without wishing to sound too patronizing you might not fully appreciate I think we've, we've done quite well, we've grown up with it. I think on the whole we're quite switched on with it, but I think it's just that transition from kind of having your own Facebook account, Instagram account, Twitter account, whatever, to then suddenly it being attached to you as a professional. And then you've just got to learn to moderate it or hide it completely from anyone who's going to get near it. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with being a professional person, be that a student or an actually qualified vet, online, in the in the world of course that's what I have done and now have done for years and years and years and there has been some very positive experience that I've had and also some very negative experiences that I've had but because I have very deliberately put myself out there I have been ready for that and quite happy to take that on if you were more naive to it it might be a bit of a shock in the first place but you soon learn you soon learn you soon learn that you can't please everyone and you soon learn that there were some people who will just take offense or object whatever you do so you can't please everyone all the time katie do you think that students these days are aware of employers or potential employers using your social media or monitoring social media which um, I'd be interested to hear Kat's opinion about this as well as, as a um, slightly more mature um, member of the profession. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it's quite well known that in other sectors, um, potential employees' social media are monitored by recruiters and by employers. Is that something that is on your radar or is that something that do you think students are aware of in this day and age? I think it's something that's definitely becoming more prolific as an idea within the vet student community. It was, it's been mentioned to me a couple of times when I've been out on EMS on placements in the car with vets and they've mentioned that they might have a quick cheeky little look on Facebook to see if they can, you know, if they come up and if anything glaringly obvious comes up. Um, but, you know, when they mentioned that to me, it was 
it's something I've known has happened in other places. It's something that had never occurred to me in terms of it happening in veterinary, to be honest, because you kind of, I don't know, it's not the big, you know, or it didn't used to be the big corporate world. It's becoming more corporatized now, isn't it? So maybe that's a that's another issue. But yeah, I think it's becoming more of an issue and it is perhaps something that we're not on the whole hugely switched on about. I think definitely it's becoming more switched on. Um, but it is something that I think we do need to bear in mind a little bit more is that you can quite, you know, you could be perfect for a job. You could have everything down. It could be your dream job. And if they see that one very risky picture you posted at Sports Weekend three years ago, you know, it could be the whole thing down the drain. So you've just got to watch out. But do you think that that should be a factor in determining whether you're suitable for a job or not? Because is in the old days, somebody might have said, oh, but that shows that they know how to have a good time. They're a good laugh. They're social. They are. They have an understanding of what friendship is and how that impacts on your social life. And I'm really interested as to whether we there's a perception that we overinterpret people's social media in terms of their lack of suitability for a role rather than their actual suitability. Yeah, you can, I can definitely see it from that point of view. And you know, at the end of the day, it's you, however many years ago or last week, having fun with your friends and maybe making some slightly dodgy decisions. But also. If, if you're representing a company, if you're representing a vet practice, if your clients are somehow going to get hold of that, and if someone just wants to bring in, you know, tiddles the cat in for a quite complicated procedure, and then suddenly they look you up on Facebook and they find that picture of you, and they're not going to then respect you, they're not going to want to bring, you know, they're not going to want to bring their cat into you, your vet practice has lost business, it can quite easily, rightly or wrongly, I think, it can spiral backwards completely, and suddenly it's, it's having a big effect. I think the veterinary profession would be very forgiving towards crazy pictures that were taken at ABS because, again, we have all had that shared experience of being there. And I don't think... I mean, absolutely, you go and Google people. We had a new locum start at our practice last week, and literally the first thing I did <laughs> was Facebook her. And, you know, so you've got to be savvy enough to shut down your profiles. I don't think there are many clients that go to that extreme to find you but there will be some so you know you don't just don't put anything on social media that you wouldn't want to appear in the daily mail because that's occasionally what happens isn't it you know something happens to a professional and they go and they find the worst picture you can possibly imagine so just make sure your profiles are shut down properly you but you can never be 100 percent sure but i think for a vet student in the veterinary profession i think that you would be really hard pressed to put something on your Facebook that turned an employer off you because I think that most of those employers have had exactly the same student experience. Um, and I think, like I say, I think you'd be really hard pressed to lose out on a job unless you've done something really mental. When This isn't finance, this isn't accountancy, this isn't lawyers, this is a different, this is a different and completely unique profession. Thanks for listening. I'm Naomi Meller, vet and host of Smashing the Ceiling. You may have heard a little bit of me in these episodes, or the fabulous Sophie Walsh, also a vet and full-time science documentary maker, who co-hosted these sessions with me. We'd love you to rate and review the podcast, or tell a friend if you enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week with another episode.